gratitude, appreciation, thankfulness. No matter what winter holidays you're celebrating, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's Eve, or Thanksgiving, we're taking time to accentuate the positives as we approach the end of a difficult year. We're also pausing to highlight the giving many of you do throughout the year and how to receive and give back to people and businesses you could support. Today, we're giving thanks. I'm Valerie Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production, brought to you by A1 Pestmasters. For all your exterminating and pest control needs, call A1 Pestmasters. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Valerie Johnson. Three words come to mind when I think about life this year. Gratitude, appreciation, thankfulness. In my daily life, I have learned to extend gratitude and appreciation for all the healthcare workers and service industry professionals who place their lives on the line to provide a service. Have you thanked your cashier at the local grocery store lately? Have you told the nurses and home health aides hospital administrators, and doctors in your life. I appreciate your sacrifice. Usually, around Thanksgiving time, I'm preparing to travel and spend time with my family, either locally or in a distant town. One hand in the air for the big city. Street lights, big dreams, all looking pretty. No place in the world that could compare. Put your lighters in the air, everybody say yeah. When I lived in New York, it was a wonderful privilege to be able to escape the nine to five subway commutes and leave the boroughs for the wide open spaces in Illinois, Iowa, or Nebraska. I've got so much to thank the Lord for. In my family, from 2017 to 2019, Three matriarchs disappeared from the landscape of my world. Two of my elder cousins, who were sisters, had both lost their battle to cancer and last year, the unexpected death of my mother. I had to find a way to cope with my overwhelming grief as I sought comfort in any other city than my childhood home, Chicago. Last Thanksgiving and Christmas, I spent time reminiscing about my mom and healing from my mother's loss by spending time with her sisters over in Nebraska. The traveling continued into the new year as I found solace with my other family members who were also healing from the loss of their matriarchs as well. As I traveled out of the country and spent the new year transitioning from 2019 to 2020 on the waters of the Caribbean, I could have never imagined when my family and I crossed into the new year's threshold entering 2020, 
it became the start of a new decade, a new year, and a brighter future. I could toss my cares overboard and celebrate with my family. Little did I know, or little did any of us know, about the hard, difficult times ahead. Our holidays will be completely different this year. The novel coronavirus has changed our world since last December, and in America, it seems to be getting worse. Over 275,000 people have died from the virus. If you are listening to this right now and not sick, you're surviving the pandemic. Then you too have a reason to be thankful. Twenty twenty has been a burning dumpster fire. Not literally. Well, I mean, it's still a month ago, so never say never. Good morning. Good morning. I wake up, get in the car, queue up in line. Bumper to bumper, the line wraps again and again around an otherwise abandoned parking lot. At first, I'm handed a clear plastic vial the size of my middle finger. There's a small tube of pinkish pool of ooze inside. Don't do anything, I'm told, except write my name on it. Then I write my date of birth. And that usually triggers a sense of depression, except for today. Uh, the car ahead of me is a Dodge Charger, silver Dodge. In every few seconds, it inches a little bit. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. And the car has this black color vanity White Sox World Series plate on it. Uh, once upon a time, the Chicago White Sox did win a World Series. Um, but that seems like a lifetime ago. Um, this year, my White Sox made it to the playoffs. On the strength of AL MVP Jose Abreu, um, I'm told that another Chicago team, baseball team, did okay too this year. But that might have been on Fox News, so I don't know if that's true. I am fortunate because I only need to be in one of these long November lines leading up to the holidays. Uh, many of these same cars will likely drive from here and queue up to receive uh, boxes, banana boxes with turkeys and canned vegetables. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, that's no diss, because I have I've been in that line before too. One of my favorite songs just came on the radio. They say love is all we missing. Let's play with one we first kiss it on now. It's You to Love by Neo and Jeremiah. I like that song. Uh Valerie doesn't, but um, but you get to hear Jeremiah. And he's still in the hospital. Oh no. Now he's out of ICU. He's out of ICU now, uh, where he was on the ventilator. He's, battling not to end up like nearly 300,000 Americans have this year. Um, then this next sound came on and it was Slow Down from Skip Marley and her. Yeah, I like that one. No joke. Like that one. Slow down. I mean, Thanksgiving, that's the perfect time to slow down, right? We can have just one night or we can have one whole life if we play it cool. Yeah. This is when we all should like take a moment and kind of slow down. Yes. 
2020 has been hers year. Uh, when I say her, I'm not just talking about the singer with the glasses and the hair. I mean her, as in like Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Yes. Stacey Abrams. Yes. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Yeah. Film director Melina Masakas. That's right. Comedian Sarah Cooper. Yeah. And 40-year-old version writer, actor, producer, Ryder Blank. That's right. Um, the guy in a yellow raincoat with this kind of dark brown Back to the Future hair tells me to crack my window. He scans my phone. Then he scans my vial. Then he tells me to drive to her. She, her, is this little small woman in blue scrubs. And she tells me to stick the swab up each nostril and mix circles for about 15 seconds. Do. Uh, for the moment, I'm grateful for my son's and daughter's health and prosperity, uh, for my ex deciding to divorce me, for my immediate family's unconditional love, for my friend's generosity, for my employer's faith, for this podcast, for Valerie, one of my oldest friends. Aww. In a week, I will know if I was asymptomatic or negative. Uh, so for the moment, um, I'm thankful for the uncertainty of not knowing. And that's the ability to pretend that everything is okay. And that's a skill I think we all developed in 2020. Among the stories and testimony we want to bring you is from Angela Herlock, Executive Director of Claritian Associates in Chicago. Claritian Associates is a non-for-profit with the mission of providing affordable housing units on the city's south side. Here's a short conversation with Mrs. Herlock about charitable giving, giving thanks, and the value of three T's. Hi, this is Valerie Johnson and welcome to Interludes. Today, we have Angela Herlock. She's the Executive Director at Claritian Associates. Welcome, Angela. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Wonderful. Well, we're coming up on a very special time of the year called Thanksgiving. What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving giving? Is it food or family? It is family, although I do like food as well. <laughs> but definitely family because everybody's off and it's really, really nice to be able to just spend time being thankful for each other because our lives are so busy. Exactly. Even during these times. How do you think Thanksgiving will be a little bit different on this year? I think it'll be very different because right now, you know, uh, yesterday started the order, a governor's order in Illinois, mm -hmm. to uh, the stay-at-home order. order. And mm -hmm. so people are canceling the traditional Thanksgiving. I know my family, um, just because we love to eat and we love to be together, we've designed how we're going to have Thanksgiving. We're going to go to each other's houses and drop off uh, whatever we would have cooked in individual portions, and then we will congregate on Zoom to eat it together. Just to make sure that Thanksgiving still happens. But uh, but that's a little bit different than what normally happens. Yeah, that's actually a brilliant idea. I like <laughs> it. I like that idea. I like it a lot. Over the years, statistics have proven two interesting things about charitable giving in America. Uh, first, despite public rhetoric, Americans of all political backgrounds 
tend to be generous people. And second, people thought to be lower income, the working poor, tend to be more generous than wealthy folks. Uh, do you see this in the work that you do? I do. I think um, the more that you're able to understand the sacrifice that has been made in order to be given to, I think that also can bring about a heart of wanting to give to someone else because we're all at different points in this world. And so if we're able to share what little we have with someone else to make a difference, whatever that may be, whether it's 10 million, 10,000, 10 dollars, 10 cents, um, I think that that's where people can really uh, connect together because everybody knows what it's like to not have. Most people understand what it's like to not have at some point in their life. Um, that makes us more grateful for when we do have, right? And there's exactly. always someone who has less than we have. Yeah, uh, I, there was a favorite gospel song by I think Walter Hawkins called Be Grateful. I don't know mm -hmm. if that came out a long time ago, but that- Love that song. Love that song too. Uh, how, are you concerned that due to the economic carnage of COVID-19, that levels of giving may be too low to meet the amount of needy families? I, I wouldn't say that I was concerned. I believe, I think that has to go back with my mindset though, because I, I think that you will make do with whatever you have. Our families have proven that generation after generation. You'll make do with whatever you have. However, um, a lot of people don't have a lot, right? And so a lot right. of people trying to make do with very little um, and then trying to share that very little can be very challenging as well. But I think that um, people have really started to think more about what they can do and how they can give and how they can serve. And it's not always about money. It, sometimes it's about the other resources that you can give your time. You know, we talk about the three T's, the time, talent, and treasure. Treasure is that money. Time is what you can't get back. Once it's spent, it's spent. You know, and your talent. Everybody has a talent of some form or fashion. How are you using that to brighten people's day? Because, you know, most people would say right now, one of the major things that they don't have is just time with, you know, people. Just that, that touch, you know, and, and you can't, it's priceless. It, it, you know, you, it's priceless not being able to hug each other and hang out and just small things, going to coffee with a friend and those types of things. Exactly, exactly. What items are people in the most need of this winter? What have you seen? So I think, um, you know, there's lots of food um, that people are trying to garner from a lot of places. You know, there are groups that are doing amazing work. The Greater uh, Food Depository in Chicago is doing amazing work. And there's um, urban farms and gardens that are, are working um, through trying to provide for people. Um, and so I think those are the things that um, can sometimes be hard for people to grasp, but I also think then those the other other things you know that you can't um, garner. You know whether it be clothing or we've really focused on trying to keep people housed and fed. Everything else is you know can be made. <laughs> um, you can you can do without, but you know as long as you have a roof over your head and, and food in your belly, as I would say, you know you can you can live to see another day. You can try again. And of the work that you do with Claritian, yes, what's been what's been some of your crowning achievements that you that you've accomplished as an executive director? 
I think when we see people who, um, you know, during this time, we've stepped up our abilities to be able to help people. And so we have uh, food distributions a couple times a month for some of our senior buildings, um, and, you know, once a month, but at different buildings. But then we certainly started um, doing on Thursdays hot food giveaways um, as in partnership with another organization, as well as a box of um, canned goods and fruits and vegetables. And people have been so helpful and so grateful for those things because, you know, you're not realizing it's the small things that we don't realize. We don't realize, and I think I might've shared this with you in casual conversation before, that a lot of children uh, within, a significant percentage of children within the Chicago public schools, you know, are partaking of that free breakfast and lunch. And if they're not in school, how are they eating? You know, they're eating at home, but if a parent was used to two of the three meals that their kids are getting a day is outside the home and now you have to provide for that, even if you haven't um, lost hours or you know lost revenue on your check, your check has to stretch further. And mm -hmm. so any way that you can supplement that is helpful. If you'd like to help to support affordable housing through Claritian Associates, you can donate through their website at C-L-A-R-E-T-I-A-N associates.org Look! I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you name it! First there's Thanksgiving, then comes the high holiday of American capitalism. This year, we're flipping the script and putting the black back into Black Friday. A partnership between the city of Chicago and the Chicago Urban League has created a new website, blackshopfriday.com. It's a listing of various black-owned businesses from coffee shops and bookstores to woodworkers that emphasizes the economic impact when you spend green and shop black. I got a chance to speak to the owner of one such business, Color Me Beauty Bar in Beverly on the city's south side. I'm Valerie Johnson, welcome to Interludes, and I have Kimberly, the proprietor of Color Me Beauty, beauty Bar. <laughs> beauty Bar, and it's here in Chicago. She is a local businesswoman, and she's yes. gonna be open for Black Friday, so. Yay! Yay! So let's start with a real basic <laughs> question. What are you thankful for on this Thanksgiving? What are you thankful for? Oh, of course this Thanksgiving is completely different than any other. Just health at this point. I am grateful for health. Um, I'm grateful that um, although business has changed some, that we were able to, to open back up um, with 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 the restrictions, but I am grateful that we were able to open when I know there are other businesses who weren't um, as fortunate during this pandemic. So, yeah. And Color Me Beauty Bar. Let us know, what do you guys do? Oh, God. So, we do everything but hair. So, we do manicures, pedicures. We do facials, full body waxing. Um, everything but hair and massage. We don't do massage. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, well, I, I, I get that. Well, that means everything else will be beautified. Your nails and, and <laughs> other things in your, on your body, which is wonderful. Yes. If yes. there was some 
If there was some encouragement you would give to a business owner during this time, what would that be? Um, I would encourage them to just stay the course. Although it may be difficult, bad times don't last forever. Um, it may it may be tight, but if you can get over this hurdle, you can you can sustain. Like it's just don't give up. I know it can be. It, trust me, I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. This year looks nothing like last year. Um, any business, from the restaurant to the beauty industry, even um, re any retail business, it doesn't look the same. Mm -hmm. um, but weather this storm, if we can just weather this storm, we'll be fine. Now, if people wanted to find out more about Color Me Beauty, where would they go and what website would they go to? They would go to colormebeautybar.com and it takes them directly to the website. It tells them in, um, in great detail about our salon, our service. Um, each service is detailed. They can book online. Um, if they have questions, they can um, either email or call the salon. Everything is listed on our website. Right. And how did you all get involved with the the website that's advertising for all of the black businesses here in Chicago? I got a phone call. <laughs> I accepted um, for that, for the mayor's web uh, Instagram and for the Tribune. It was just, it was a blessing. That's how I looked at it. Wonderful. Well, we hope, we want to encourage everyone to also shop black and put your yes. black dollars back in the community ladies yes. and gentlemen yes yes <laughs> so we I need it we need it exactly exactly <laughs> kimberly of color me beauty bar thank you so much for joining me this is valerie johnson for interludes thank you if you'd like to find out more about the black businesses in search of your support please visit blackshopfriday.com Next time on Interludes But for myself personally it was the Flint water crisis that really sort of catapulted the understanding of how a state like Michigan which has the most fresh water in the world could also at the same time have allow such a travesty where drinking water to this day there are children who've never been able to turn on their tap and actually drink water if you think you're breathing some of the worst air quality in the city of chicago you're not going to want to be there mm -hmm. so this is why we're saying that this industry and them continuing to put this stuff here does it make sense if we want to be able to develop our natural assets and make them as valuable as they can be? What can we do as citizens to protect our city environments? We speak to some voices on environmental rights on the next Interludes. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson. Written and produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson. Original music intro and outro by Kendall Nesbeth. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. Brought to you by A1 Pestmasters. For all your exterminating and pest control needs, call A1 Pestmasters at area code 773 
365-9962 or visit their website at a1pestmasters.com. When you book your appointment with A1 Pestmasters, tell them that you heard it on the podcast called Interludes. Interludes.